I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And thanks to the help that you receive from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll keep it running for you, whether it be your car, your truck, your van. And Dan's good enough to do that every week here on CCO. Well, once in a while, of course, we hear from your colleague, Nick. Uh, Dan, did you have a good week at Lloyd's? We did have a good week at Lloyd's, Denny. Thank you for, for asking. It's uh it was a summer week, and uh, but I, it sounds like that's over. I think it's time for us to buckle down and get serious about uh, the fact that uh, some cold weather's coming, and we need to start thinking about getting our cars ready for for uh, winter. Absolutely, it'll be here soon enough. Uh, and uh, in fact, I was thinking about we're getting some uh, questions about uh, uh, tires. Uh, speaking of that, about when does Lloyd start putting on snow tires? I know you're not a, a predictor. You don't have the crystal ball when we're going to hit it with the first snow. But uh, well, about when? I will tell you I haven't done one yet. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. You remember we had the thing there, the uh, Halloween snowstorm. So, oh, yes. Uh, you know, and that caught us all off guard. Nobody was prepared by then. But I think that's probably around the right time. The beginning of you know the beginning of November between the beginning of November and Thanksgiving, it's probably time to do it. You know, once the weather gets cool enough and the roads get cool enough, then the snow tires will do just fine uh, on dry pavement. But when the dry pavement is very very warm, like it was yesterday, that's pretty hard on the snow tires. It burns them off pretty quickly. Yeah. So. You don't want to. You do, certainly don't want to put them on until the, uh, you know, eighty degree and probably the seventy degree weather is over. Very good. Uh, if you have a any kind of a car care question for Dan, uh, you can call it in or text it. In. It's the same number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. But don't wait. Keep in mind that Dan will take his leave about seven forty five this morning. So if you have any kind of a car care question, you got to bring it in to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop. You want to know what could be ailing? Uh, well, just uh, give us a call or send a text, 651-989-9226. I think you had mentioned the term last week's uh, show, Dan, on the tires being cupped, cupping of the tires. The texter says, what is that and what causes that on tires? <laughs> well, uh, what causes it is just a wear pattern. <clears throat> if the If the... You know, it's, sometimes it'll happen on a perfectly fine vehicle. Quite often it'll happen on a vehicle where the shocks and struts are starting to wear out and uh, or there's some loose suspension parts. But what it is is when you run your hand over the tire in both directions, it should feel smooth. 
in both directions. And uh, if you run your hand over the tire in one direction and it feels smooth, and in the other direction it feels rough, then the tires are starting to cup. And the solution to that is to have the suspension check be sure that it's that it's good. And then the rest of the solution is to rotate to rotate the tires frequently, and uh, that will help with that that rough feel. And what happens with that rough feel is that the uh, the tires start to get noisy. They certainly get less efficient in in their operation, but they start to get noisy. And what causes it is just uh, this subtle pattern that starts to wear. And then as the pattern starts to wear, it's it's too small for anyone to see, but the tire starts to flutter a little bit on the uh, pavement. And every time it comes down and hits the pavement, it wears, a, you know, it continues to wear that pattern into the tire. And, uh, and that's, that's uh, if it goes on too long, it gets to be a significant pattern. And, and actually the tire is pretty much ruined at that point because it's, it's too far gone. You can't get that cupping out of it. Now, the thought occurred to me when uh, you, and I've seen you do this often, uh, when you are putting in new tires uh, on a customer's car uh, and you add those weights to it, is, is it necessary or do you always, or maybe once in a while, do a, an, a, an alignment check? On a vehicle. We frequently do an alignment check. If if well, first of all, it's always a good idea. It's never a bad idea to have your alignment checked and be sure that it's still you know straight and in spec. Um, but what would for sure indicate that we should do an alignment is if I see some sort of uh, wear in the old tires. If the inside of the tire is starting to wear, or the outside, or if if they're cupping. That's another thing that can cause uh, uh, that is if the alignment is off. So all of that sort of stuff would be an indicator that, yes, we certainly should uh, check the alignment and, if necessary, uh, do a little bit of adjustment on it, too, to get it back into spec. All right. Let's grab a phone call. By the way, if you have any kind of a car care question, call it in or text it in, but don't wait. Dan leaves us at uh, 745. Uh, let's go to Mike, I believe, was calling in uh, from Roseville this morning. Mike, you're on CCO with Dan. Good morning. Uh, i got a question about spark plugs. I had my spark plugs uh, changed probably uh, six months ago, and all of a sudden the mileage dropped about 10%. It runs fine, no lights, nothing. Um, I don't know what they put in, a different brand or if the gap's wrong. Uh, you got any ideas? Well, uh, I don't think, uh, honestly, I think it's a, it's a coincidence because the, uh, spark plugs would have very little to do with, I mean, if they're working and if they're working, which means every time that the piston comes up or, or every other time the piston comes up, if the spark plug fires, then it's, uh, it's doing what it needs to do and creates an explosion in there. And beyond that, that's that's the end of its job. So I doubt if spark plugs have much to do with mileage. Now, if the spark plugs were put in and something's wrong, uh, that was creating a misfire or something like that, uh, you'd get a check engine light on and uh, and you'd, you'd have other problems that would show up. So I don't know. I, I That would... I would find it very unusual that spark plugs would have an effect on fuel economy 
And uh, I wonder if you shouldn't look a little bit deeper and see if something else in your uh, pattern of life has changed. If you're buying a different fuel or if you're driving different or different uh, conditions or windy conditions or something like that, that would, uh, would affect the mileage. But, uh, but I, don't, I don't see spark plugs having too much to do with that. Hmm. Especially 10%. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll tell you what, Dan, we need to take a quick break here, inviting our listeners to join in. Any kind of a car care question you may have, you want to talk to Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Let's uh, do this. Let's take a break. Uh, call in your question. Text in your question. Again, same number, 651-989-9226. 53 degrees in the Twin Cities. We will be right back. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. And that is located exactly where, Dan? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give a call as soon as this morning at 651 651- Two two eight one three one six. Very good. We'll get you that info before Dan leaves us. By the way, he'll leave us about seven forty-five. So if you have a question for him, call it in or text it in same number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Let's grab a phone call or two, and then we'll pick up on uh, some text uh, questions. Larry is first up here, I believe, from uh, Eden Prairie. Larry, you're on CCO with Dan. Good morning. I have a two thousand and five. Envoy XL GMC, and I'm having some trouble with my rear shocks. I believe they're Bliston, if I'm saying it right, air shocks, part of the towing package that was with the vehicle. And what's been happening over the last six months or so is a varying amount of time from even as short as maybe six to eight hours, but sometimes two or three days, the rear end will lower about, you know, probably as low as the shocks will go. And uh, but I, when I turn the uh, car on, they pump back up, if you will, in, you know, probably 30 seconds or so. And otherwise, everything's fine, drives fine, you know, when the shocks are in the good position i see no issues but i was I, I suspect there might be some sort of leakage in the system yeah i i think i think you're exactly right the the solution is quite literally that uh we we uh do some inspection with some soapy water uh and see if we can't find where that leak is exactly happening uh but there's a very good chance that that now I'm not I'm not sure without a manual in front of me if if it, if the lift part if the if the air part is actually part of the uh, shock or if they have a separate bag, but I think in that particular vehicle it's actually part of the shock, uh, and if that's the if that's the case the solution is to replace that that shock absorber. Um, that's that that type of suspension. Uh, has become very very popular and and so, like I say sometimes they they control the ride height with um, the shock and sometimes there's actually a separate airbag that they use to control the ride height and uh, and you know that servicing those has become quite common where 
you know, the, either the bag or the shock will develop a slight leak. Over time, it'll leak down, and then, uh, and then, you know, when the car is running and the pump runs, it's able to keep it up and, and keep it full. But, uh, but uh, when it sits for a long time, it it leaks out and and the car sags. So, the solution is, I bet that that uh, that uh, shock is going to need to be replaced. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Let's uh, go to Prior Lake. I think Mark has been waiting there to ask you a question. Mark, thank you. What is your question for Dan? Yeah, Dan, I, I had a windshield installed in my uh, 2014 Acura TL about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed the trim around the edges, there's a little rubber seals on that trim, and, and they don't meet the windshield correctly, like they got bent slightly. And also the, the plastic trim on the cowling, underneath the windshield wipers doesn't not meet that windshield correctly either. And I was told by the person that put the windshield in that that deck height isn't correct and they're going to have to replace my windshield again and replace my trim around the edge of that windshield to correct this problem. I I believe that to be true. Um, That's actually a really big deal. (laughs) People think that, uh, you know, when it comes to putting in a windshield that, uh, that it's uh, an easy job. That it, you know, they advertise that they can come out and do it at your home and so forth. But uh, quite honestly, I've watched so many of these, and uh, a really, really good glass technician is a really big deal, and it's very, very important. So I think uh, what they're telling you is absolutely true. That it that it's just not uh, positioned correctly. And it will need to be done over again. And uh, you know, the the deal with other deal with the windshield is, if you don't have the right technician doing it, they can scratch the paint uh, when they're removing the old windshield when they're cutting that glue to remove it. And of course, if they scratch the paint, then you've opened up the or you've exposed bare metal, and you end up with a rust problem. So. Uh, be very, very careful when you order a windshield. Make sure you know who's doing it and uh, and talk to them about the precautions that they're going to use to be sure that the paint doesn't get scratched and that the windshield is in, is installed at the right height so that everything around it fits correctly. So you're absolutely right. I think that's what you're going to need to do. Bring it back. All right. Dan, we need to take our usual bottom-of-the-hour break. If you have any kind of a car care question, by the way, we'll uh, grab some text messages when we uh, return here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. Denning along here with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, we have callers and we have uh, texters, so let's uh, get you back to work here. Jerry, I think, is first up here calling in from Minnetonka. Thank you, Jerry. What's your question for Dan? Good morning, Dan. Um, I got a 2004 Coach, 2014 Coachman motorhome, and dummy me, I plugged an electric heater to the outside receptacle, and guess what? All I heard it like a splat. So I checked all the fuses underneath the hood. They're all good. And I was wondering if there's a main fuse. I think there's a little box. You think it, where, which direction I should go on that? <laughs> I'm I'm sure that what happened is you blew a circuit breaker uh, somewhere, and on a motorhome, I have no idea uh, where you would look. Maybe I would look somewhere around the battery, and uh, and see if you find something. Uh, <clears throat> if it was if if I was there, I probably with my voltmeter could 
uh, track it down by, you know, finding out where the voltage stops starting at the battery and working your way out to where, where you plugged it in. But, uh, but I think maybe the best thing you're going to do is, is, uh, find somebody that's familiar with that vehicle and uh, maybe even a phone call. If you were able to call them and say, uh, you know, here's what I did. I bet they could tell you exactly where it is. And, and it may be as simple as pushing a reset button and, and resetting a circuit breaker. That'd be nice if it was, for sure. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gary, I think Gary's going to be our last caller. We have uh, some text messages we want to answer, too. Uh, Gary, what's your question for Dan? Okay, I've got a 2012 Terrain. Put an aftermarket catalytic converter on it. The check engine light stays on, and the dealer says it's only settable by them. Is that a true statement? Well, no. The uh, The check engine light can be reset by anybody by clearing the codes. Uh, that will take care of it. And uh, I, I, you, you, we'd, ha- we'd have to read those codes and see if the code that you're experiencing is related to the uh, catalytic converter. Uh, and if it is, then it's just something you're going to have to live with. Uh, the the aftermarket converter is is not efficient as efficient as the original equipment one, and that that's actually quite common. That it uh, doesn't do quite as good a job, and the car's not happy with it. So, uh, but that but uh, the check engine light can certainly be checked by anybody, and the light can be turned off by resetting the codes. Okay, very good. Thanks for the call. Texter says this. 2006 Honda Odyssey van, 180,000 miles. The engine light came on. Is there a way to tell if it's a gas cap related uh, that is not on tight? I don't want to spend any money for an engine scan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, there's lots of, uh, first of all, uh, those scan tools are now available aftermarket that are very inexpensive if you just want to check the codes. And there's all sorts of parts stores and, and places around that will uh, check the codes that will scan the computer for free. And so uh, so I think if you uh, go get it scanned, find out what the code is, and then do a little bit of research on the Internet, maybe you'll get enough information to have an idea what's going on. I would caution you just a little bit, though, with regards to getting the code. Sometimes a little bit of information is, can be dangerous, and so uh, sometimes people will, will – hear the code and it'll be, you know, a code for something and they go and replace that part. And the fact of the matter is that part was working just fine. Uh, it was something else that was causing the problem. Okay. Here's a Texas, a 2011 Ford F-150, only 14,000 miles on it, but it's nine years old. Do you think I should have all the fluid change, brake fluid, transfer case, differential, radiator, et cetera? What do you think? Well, I would not... Um... I don't know. <laughs> I probably would do it, although I'm not sure I can recommend that that you have that done. Certainly, many of those fluids uh, will be just fine. And I guess the, the other question would be is if you're going to start driving it more, if it's going to become a daily driver, then it probably would make sense to do all that <clears throat> before you put it back on the road and and, uh, and start driving it full time. But you know, we, we talk about how time can be the enemy of of vehicles as much as mileage. And so, 
if I'm going to stick to that theory, then it, it, you're probably right. It probably would be a good idea to change all the fluids after after nine years. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's one another text. When uh, my check engine light came on, uh, a test at the dealership showed that two of the eight injectors were failing. I cannot feel it when I drive. It's expensive to replace them. What are the ramifications of not getting that repaired, both long-term and for mileage? Yeah, well, <clears throat> it will have an effect on all of that, and long-term it'll probably get worse. Uh, the fact that the that you're not feeling it is not uncommon. Uh, you know, cars are very efficient nowadays, and the other cylinders are able to make up the difference, and, and the computer is able to make up the difference by adjusting air fuel mixture and things like that. So. It doesn't surprise me that you can't feel it, but uh, I think probably long-term for lots of reasons, you're going to want to get that fixed. All right, let's see if we can grab another one here before you take your leave. Uh, I purchased a 2017 Lincoln MKC a month ago or so. It has a shimmy at about 57-plus miles an hour. They told me it was a low tire, but that was not the case after they filled it with air. What could cause this shimmy, and what should I ask them to do? Well, most commonly a shimmy calls from or is caused by the tire itself. And uh, first thing you should ask them to do is balance the four tires, maybe rotate the four tires, depending upon the condition of, of the tires. Um, but for sure, balance them. See if they find one that's got a little hop in it or, or a wobble in it. And you can see that when it's on the balancing machine. Uh, and then... Uh, Try it again, and a worst-case scenario is you might end up replacing uh, the tires because uh, because if there's a significant wobble in one of the tires, that means the tire's starting to come apart, and, mm. and uh, it'll need to be replaced. All right. We have to run, Dan. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Uh, you can come on over, and, and uh, we'll be glad to, to see you. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call as soon as this morning. Jim will be here this morning at 651-228-1316. Well, let me invite you back here next Saturday morning if you have the time. We would appreciate it. Sounds good. I'll see you then. All right, good deal. Thank you. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 